You're listening to the 9010 rule. 90% business, 10% music. Today on the 9010 rule, our guest is Anthony David. Unlike most of our shows, today we're just going to kind of kick it. We're going to talk about some current events, being a signed artist, being an independent artist, and just all the stuff that's going on in music today. But first, why don't you go ahead and introduce your record? 9010 Podcast People's Internet. Uh, this is Anthony David, and this is the first single from The Powerful Now. It's called Beautiful Problem. Yeah, then my radio voice. Wrong kind of right. A happy kind of sad. Feels so good. But it hurts so bad. Denying the truth. And believe in lie. Reason to laugh. Is the reason I cry. It's not fair. Beautiful problem Beautiful problem From the outside looking in Makes no sense Playing a game I'll never win oh, How long can I dance Before the music Such a Ladies and gentlemen in studio with us today, man. I'm proud this brother, matter of fact, you surprised me because he just pulled up on some real shit, man. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Anthony David here in studio on the 9010 rule. What's good, brother? Yoo-hoo! What's going on, bro? Hey, man. Glad to have you, man. Appreciate it. And you know what's funny? Now I really get it when you were talking about the mixing, and then I realized even when I first listened to y'all podcast, it was a better sound quality than quite a bit of them. So I'm in there. I'm Appreciate in there. that, man. Yeah, Appreciate yeah, that. I, I see it all. Your studio is dope. And I'm happy to be here. So, Appreciate uh, that, man. Thank you, man. I like your logo, too. You know. 
Yeah. I like podcasts, so I be, you know, I really be checking out. That, how, how I find that interesting. I don't think a lot of people even know what a podcast is. How did you How did you learn about podcasts? Man, I've been on podcasts for, I don't even know now, like at least five years. Uh, I started with probably Joe Rogan. Okay. Uh, I listen to him a lot. He's just... um. He's got like two million downloads an episode, though. God, the beast. <laughs> yeah, and he just be talking about weird shit, and I just like, yeah, I want to listen to that. And I, I yeah, and, and then I, you know, he also talks about health and working out and that. So he, he's a little bit of a motivator. And some of the people that he's had on, he would just be, they would have different things. And when I travel, yeah, what is this? 2016. So yeah, at least 2000. Oh. 2000. Wow, that long. Yeah, about 2011, 2000. Yeah, it's about five years. Wow. Because I, at first one, I just downloaded a gang of them and listened to it on the way to Australia, and it got me through, and I just listened to them. So, yeah, that's dope. But you know, I found like some of the best conversations there because people talk real shit. And it's just chill. There ain't yeah. no rush to be like, yo, I got a new album, and it's da 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 da, 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 da you know, none of that. It's just regular talk, and um, it's more intimate. You can is. get a chance to get to actually know the people that you're listening to. Yeah, and it's long form, mm-hmm. so it's no rush. Take your time, mm-hmm. get comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. And people talk, and you even with you know. Certain celebrities or whatever, they get in deeper into a story and they don't really be pressed to make a sound bite. And even though sound bites do come out of it, they right. don't they don't they're not looking for that. So Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, because we started having that conversation uh online where we were talking about yes. the the article you had with C. Dolores Tucker. Yeah, yeah. So and, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Well, do I want go ahead. Oh, we'll, I'll, say I'll what you about it. to say. I'll take, I'll take uh well, it's I realize that article, dang, I wish I knew who the person was. I'm going to look while we're talking. But um, I was really looking up C. Dolores Tucker. I, I Google and I also do a Facebook search, which turns out to be fun. If you do a Facebook search of things, there's like weird shit on there. So there right. was an article that somebody wrote in the Facebook search about C. Dolores Tucker was right. And it, and, it, and it came from me. All right, how does this start? <laughs> Here it is. Okay, because I, 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 yeah. I'm on your, I'm yeah. on your page. Blackandbrownnews.com. Black and Brown News. And that came from about 2011, I think, somebody, or 2010, something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I just found it, you know what I mean? And I posted it last night because I really, through a long sequence of events, I was like, wait, who was C. Dolores Tucker? You know what I mean? I knew I heard of her when I was... Younger, and it was a whole thing with Tupac and all these different rappers, and it felt like she was just trying to censor things. Her and um, Reverend Calvin Butts, and I was like, "Who are these people?" You know what I mean? And now, as an older person, I was just like, "You know, wow, that's an older black lady. Like, we used to just go in on her. Like, what's her story? Did she just pop up because of, you know, trying to get famous off a of rap? Because that's really what I thought at the time. Right. Or does she have a history? Does she do anything? You know? And I'm like, oh wow, she was." A, Civil rights leader went to Selma, and oh, she was you know was in uh, working in Congress for a little while, and made some laws and <laughs> wow, just like, little stuff like yeah, that. She didn't pop up at all; like she'd been fighting <laughs> for you know for for black people, and like damn, we just like it, what really got me was reading the fact that like Eminem, you know, was like in one of his lines because a bunch of rappers dissed her. Tupac was the first. But she was like, he said something about, you know, bitch, suck my dick. And I'm like, wow, we just let, like, the white dude just come in? like We let him slide with that. Right, like, and, uh, you know, not, well, 
I was going to say not on some black white shit, but yeah, on some black white shit when you get to the point where you could just rock in and say that to a 60-year-old lady and all of us was like, cool. Right. You know I mean? It's <laughs> like maybe it's maybe like, Tupac's uh, fans were like worse than the Beehive. Yeah. Because they were yeah, riding yeah, for him yeah. without knowing any information about I didn't I, I didn't know anything about her either. I was in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and for me, it didn't matter what she was talking about. And I know I didn't, I wasn't no big gangster rap supporter like that, but I was like, I loved hip hop. So right. I was like, whoever she is, and whoever that dude Calvin Betts is, Butts fuck is, them. fuck them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so then I was like, who are they? And I looked up Calvin Butts. I'm like, wow, like he's still around. Like he's like, he, uh, the, the church that Adam Clayton Powell was in, and he got this huge, um, community development that's built affordable housing for people in Harlem and so on and so on. And like, then I watch an interview with him and Ice-T and Ice-T's like, fuck you. And I'm like, <laughs> But I used to be like down with that. Right. And I'm like, wow, like our generation, we fucked up a little bit. A little bit. You know what I mean? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. We didn't understand. So I just wanted to like really, I think, I, that article seems to be a little bit Extreme, like she was right, and gangster rap is just everything that's wrong with the world. Right, but there are some implications that go with how we, how our images are presented, and who's paying for it, and so on and so right. on. And so I just felt like bringing it up, like wow, we need to look at that again. You know what I'm saying? That's where it came from. Yeah, it was, and I, I wish I could find the. Uh, the author, the author of this it's article. It's mixed in there real, like, real, real low-key. Like. But if you think back, though, mm-hmm. if you think back to that time period when NWA came out and those groups, we were kind of force-fed all of that. We were. It, it seemed like it's what we wanted, but I don't think it mattered whether we wanted it or not. We were yeah. going to get it, yeah. and we were going to love it. Well, to, to be fair, NWA, I remember when I first heard NWA, and it was total, I looked at the label, that was a total independent record. And I'm right. in Savannah, Georgia, and it really just came over by word of mouth. Right. And and even too short, who I didn't like when I when, when I was a kid, but like it, it um, NWA was straight up, but it was also like shock value. I thought it was funny. Yeah, like, me I used too. to think it was like, yo, these niggas, what are they talking about? And I was like, oh, they really got gangs. Like I right. didn't know that. Right. Really didn't, didn't In Atlanta, there were no gangs here. Yeah, not at all. You know, and I was in so. Dayton, Ohio, so no gangs, no gangs at all. Yeah. right. But, <laughs> but I bet there's gangs in Dayton, Ohio now, or no. Probably not. I was gonna say Dayton because it's the middle. Probably still. The clan. Yeah. If if it is, it's very very well, small. But gang culture spread off of that. You know what I mean? There wasn't no bloods and crips. We had bloods and crips. Not that many here now, but we had some here in Atlanta for a little bit. They right. have them in New York. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So like, it did spread something. You know what I'm saying? Right. The music did does make people like. It does influence people in some kind of way, yeah. and so. There was some truth to what she was saying, you know what I mean. And then on top of that, she—I listened to her when she talked, and uh, maybe you can catch this and put it in there. There's a piece where she just was like, "No, the, you know, crime and so on, and, and unemployment and all the conditions that make gangster rap been existing for these kids were in the thing. These are our babies, so we want we want to do things that that'll get rid of those conditions as well. But we can't have people." perpetuating that in, in the music and especially perpetuating stuff like, you know, the misogyny and so on and so on. And um, in, that is in a lot of our shit. And so yeah. um, I was like, wow. So she didn't really just say that gangster Rap created that. She had a whole thing and she'd been fighting. I, I just felt like I, I got a fuller picture of her and I felt stupid. You know what I mean? For, you know what's funny about that though? If, if we can jump to your music for a second. Mm-hmm. I noticed on the new, the new project that... Um, you're not really bound by genre 
You're not nah, really nah. bound by subject, you know, by topics. Mm, nah. It, it, you kind of yeah. keep it. How do you how do you get away from being part of the in or the you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The people that follow the trends or yeah. hey, we're talking about popping bottles. What are you doing, Anthony right. David? <laughs> yeah, uh, I just um I can't focus. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's a part of it. And then uh I got I mean we grew up we I, we grow we we grew up and we are, we exist in a in a global society. So I just hear so much music that I like that that I've been influenced by that right. I want to I try I want, I mean I can't stay still. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah, we're not you know yeah we are gonna focus on that for a second. The new album's called The Powerful Now. Very good <laughs> album, so, of course. Appreciate it, bro. And um yeah, so I, I but. I just try to I move around like I I count it on basically where I'm at, but coming from this um this this background that we call you know neo soul or R and B however you want to call it I'm okay with I'm comfortable with that term neo soul I think part of it is that is a you know for me I definitely wanted to do music of my generation but I wasn't like totally on some like fuck my parents and fuck everything they ever you know I mean I was like trying to be I'm trying to be in line with what with the tradition of 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 music and then add something to it. I don't like to just throw away everything before me. Right. And so, um, yeah, so there's so much before me. There's rock that I grew up on. There's hip-hop that I grew up on. That, that and yeah, I had these argue, these debates with my mom and my dad, like, yo, no, 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 it's not all bad. Like, you got to hear Public Enemy. You got to hear Try Call Quest. And it's, uh, I try to make stuff that they could listen to. Right. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't feel that bad for my niece or whoever to be or listening to, too. All right. So, like, Out of My League was kind of a soulful rock song. I noticed that. Um, mm-hmm. Which was the one that was uh, I don't mind was like the the kind of like the Beats. island feel yeah, yeah, yeah kind of yeah. the island feel but mm-hmm. but there was one that was on there um how do you pronounce this Ayo Dele Ayo Dele yeah um, that f- ha- yeah. has a world feel to it though yeah um uh, that's a good yeah I don't know how how people take that that's good it's got that's, like a world sound I think. yeah that's what somebody else told me so I I never know until I'm done and people been saying wow. that's about this record that's like the most pop soul one I have or whatever and I'm like okay. Yeah, it, it, had a, it had a really big world yeah. sound, and there was a jazzy one as well, like a contemporary uh, jazz. Never, never again. Never again. Probably, yeah. yeah, never again. Um, well, Ayodele just came from a real honest place. A friend of mine who lives here in Atlanta, her name is Ayodele. Um, she went through a situation where she had went gone. She had been traveling and and um, got sick basically, um, and was in in a really serious condition when she got back. Or actually, she went from West Africa to. Back home and then back to, to, went to Mexico and got and and got sick there and didn't know how serious it was and so wow. she was stuck. So we had to um, we did one of those um, crowdsourcing things where we raised some money and um, that that came from a situation where um, I was happy that to see so many people like really get money like she can, we raised way more money than we had asked for. Right. So I was really happy to see that from the human spirit. Like, wow, that really, you know, people be caring, you know what I'm saying? And some of them didn't know them. I just posted on Instagram and people just started. And then, um, not just me, but a couple people. And then also the, damn, I wonder if money's enough. You know what I mean? Type of situation. I was just stuck. And a friend of of mine in in my community. And so that just came out. And I definitely want this record to be um, of stuff that was real. You know what I mean? So What's crazy is you didn't, before you didn't notice it, but that kind of sounds like a, a world thing as well. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That yeah. kind of sounds yeah. like a world, mm-hmm. like a community mm-hmm. 
type thing. So it, it's only fitting that the song is actually like that. Yeah. Well, when it, when it was done, uh, my production was terrible. But um, <laughs> my, um, my boy Gypsy, uh, y'all might know him. We didn't get into that yet. Uh, Eddie Gypsy Stokes, because y'all know producers and stuff around the city. But um, he's one that pretty pretty much um, started me in music. And then we he produced this album mostly with me. And he... Uh, his chords and stuff were way better than what I had done. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and, and he gave it that feel, you know what I mean? And and I do think it's big. Um, I don't know what to do with it yet. I'm trying to, like, it's, I don't know where to. It's one of them situations where I think, what, let's, we, we're on 90-10, so y'all understand that, like, the business of music versus the, the creation of music, when you want to present what I think is a big song. Right. I'm not on a... I don't feel like I'm on a label that knows how to that has that kind of reach. So right. it's like, it's like it could be on a Disney movie or something. But I, I don't have that. How do you answer. get to that? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like without that selling a kid. Yeah, it doesn't just sit on. Um, I'm not gonna name a station, but you know, some regular. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, so I don't know. What, you know. So yeah. <laughs> so to kind of to tie that back into what we were talking about before, do you feel like you know because of these types of records that you have a responsibility? As far as you know, positivity in music, or do you feel like sometimes it's necessary to say "nigga" on on your record? Or you know, what I'm saying like, I did actually on out of my league <laughs> 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 when it fits. You know, what I'm saying right. if, it, if it's a part of the thing. I think I think what was that dude's name? Nate Parker was on something I was watching yesterday, and he was he was saying, um, yeah, you know, your activism. There's a lot of people. I feel like my activism, anything I feel, should somewhat be revealed in my work you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. not all the time like music is for a lot of things you right. know what I'm saying it's for it's for escapism it's for motivation it's for solace it is for you know so you don't feel like you're alone in something it's for partying it's for all those things and so I try to cover all of them if I can right. you know what I'm saying I try to make it appropriate you know where 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 it can fit you That's know? so difficult to find Wait, those different yeah. sides of yourself, though. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Especially because, like he said, escapism. I think that that's the majority of what songs yeah. are. They, you know, people mm-hmm. want to hear about the the champagne life, and, right? Because it feels good. You know, it you've been at good. work all day, and then you get a chance to hear about this, you know, lavish thing that Anthony Davis doing over there. I wish right, I could right. be him. Sure. You know, I watched the UPS dude one time. You know, the UPS truck got the open sides and stuff, and he was riding. He was listening to Ti, and he was like. And he in his UPS out for uniform, and he was like, he was just like, nigga, you ain't got this, th-. you know what I mean? I'm like, you're in the UPS truck, right? You know what I mean? But he was also, you ain't got what I got. I'm flashing and I'm flying. I'm like, you're not flashing, but he right. felt like that. He felt like it in and his could, mind. Yeah, he was doing it. That's what you know. So it's aspirational. You know what I'm saying? You could ride to Jay Z and be like, nigga, my girl is Beyonce. You're like, right. I brag no, different. Not. Yeah, <laughs> I brag. Right, right. You're like, what? For three minutes and twenty seconds, it you is. can be that, right? You know what I mean? I got the keys. <laughs> so I I get it You know what I mean I think that's what people Different artists have a different job Sort of to do that You know what I mean I do think It's weird because it's so separate I think every artist should have a little bit of the uh, Of themselves on this Where some people artists, Some artists Most artists Do so much of the escapism That then you got this other artist That when he come out with one song Just about his mama or something It's like he conscious It's like Everybody got a mama (laughs) Like why you ain't do a song About your mama future You know what I'm saying Like you know what I mean I would love to hear about his mama You know what I'm saying Like so like I don't uh, I think that is so spread 
Right. It's so extreme, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so that's that's annoying. They did that to uh, Talib Kweli, and he yeah. even said, I'm not a political rapper. I don't even right. follow it. Right. It's and just, now I he's just a political wanna, conscious yeah. rapper. Right. He's just like, he's having a conversation like we probably all have. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. It gets so weird that some people just ignore it. They don't want to talk about it. And then you won't want to hear Talib just talk about like, yo, this dude was talking crazy to me and I, I wanted, wanted to smack him in the face. Or I saw this chick, man. She was fine. Like, you right. don't even, you yeah. don't even oh. expect him to oh, like women. Him now? Right. No, I'd like the girl. Like, I just like her. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so it's, but then it gets used and abused and twisted. And so, like, one song, like, one song that you make about a woman or, or her ass or whatever mm-hmm. becomes who you are as a person. Right, right. And your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And now, it, like, especially for young artists, I feel like they they get pressured into that. A lane. And then they're trying to... Trying to... Trying to uh, how I want to say that? Trying to... Trying to personify that thing what they think people the want from them, right? Yeah, twenty four seven, and they oh, don't even know who they are to begin with. Never, especially if you're that young, like you don't know, you don't know, you know, you don't know. Right. <laughs> I know people like you know. We all, you know, we've been in the game for a minute, and we probably know people for different from different aspects. Like you might know somebody that the rest of the world knows is like this R and B sexy guy. And you're like, wow, he's such a nerd. He's like, a cornball. Right. right. <laughs> and he's like, Fucking but bum. I got it right. I got to be like this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, let me put on my Jordans before I walk out the door. And you're right. like, nigga. <laughs> so, you know. Um, right. Yeah. It, it, it's, it, I understand that, though. People want a character and all that. But I guess that's a part of it. If, if we have podcasts like this and we have forums like this where we could just talk, it's like, yo, for real, y'all, these people, we're just people, man. These people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wish you would just let my people be people, you know, right. a, little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more. But but maybe that's a pipe dream, you know. We we on ninety ten, right? right? It's like it's ninety ten. It's right. like ninety percent business. I think it, I I would skew it back maybe seven day or whatever. But I get it. I get <laughs> that's because you're a singer songwriter. Right, right. You you got to say that. That's political. Okay. <laughs> I agree with that. What, what do you consider yourself more as a singer or which, actually first? Uh-huh. Are you a singer first or a songwriter first? I was, I was a songwriter first, but I worked on my craft as a singer to where I feel like it's moved up to where I'm talking about in your heart though. In like, oh yeah, yeah. Do you I, I feel no, like I, no, no, no. I, 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 that's that's, that's, that's personal. No, no, no. In your heart, yeah, yeah, in right. your heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I, 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 no, I think it's moved up because I, my heart, my passion for the singing part, got up there, and and you know, I yeah, I, I enjoy, I work on it, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But at first, I swear, my first, if you're this is my first record, um, you know, I, I didn't consider myself a singer. It was just like, you know, I wrote this, so you know, right. you gotta feel it, you know what I'm saying. And then I was like. All right, you've been singing for a while. You can't get by on just like, oh, just raw. You got to work. You know right. what I mean? And then like, don't get, don't, you know, yeah. And then it was crafty. And then it was like, all right, now, don't forget about the passion. So it was like, you know, it's a little balance. I, I, but I am first a writer. I've always been a writer. You know, a matter of fact, because you travel a lot as well. So do you feel like your, your song, your voice as a songwriter and your how you personify mm-hmm. the mood on stage. Yeah. Is is that the same person or are you coming from two different places? What do you think? It's a lot of the same person, but there's some 
it's a little character. It's a little extra. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it should be anyway. I mean, that's why, like, for instance, my last name is Harrington, like Anthony David Harrington. And David is my middle name. And um, I decided I wanted something that would, like, kind of make a little bit of a difference. Like, so when, when I meet people that say, Anthony David, and I know they know me from music. You know what I'm right. saying? And I did want to, I, I kind of approached it at first like I was going to be, what's that chick, what's the name that um, Beyonce has for her? Sasha Harry, Fierce. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. I wanted to have a whole other, but I don't really do that. So you know, <laughs> it's not that separate. I still know I'm me, you know what I mean? And, and like, I get it with her, like she really is Sasha Fierce or whatever, but I'm not, you know, but I wanted it like that when I started. But there's, there's definitely a difference. Uh, a thing you know I, there's a zone that you get into as a performer as opposed to um a thing but i try not to you know i don't want it to be like well i'm just lying up there <laughs> right yeah <laughs> right like there's got to be especially in front of a, a crowd man there's got to be a, a sense of authenticity that yes that is real like of course you're there to entertain and, mm-hmm. and keep their attention mm-hmm. you know and, and perform your set and you want to do the best you can but yeah. I, I feel like you have to you still have to be you in a mm-hmm. certain way yeah and i'm sure beyonce is kind of like that too it's like that's that's her but you know her that 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 character. She's really living something. You know, you you've seen her performances, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's another. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I Man, she just came through Atlanta for the for the second time. So yeah, yeah. 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 So I haven't I haven't seen her recently, but I've seen her, so I, I get it. I don't know if you know it or not, but Kevin is actually part of the Beehive. I, I knew he was going to do I that. Keep that. I <laughs> am. I, I am. A, I am a. <laughs> I, I am one of the few, and I I, I ain't scared of it, man. I, that's fine. As long as you accept the hell that I'm gonna give you for it, I don't he, care. You gonna give me, hey man, all the women <laughs> I was around at that show, dog. I ain't <laughs> mad. Part at, of the Beehive probably got some benefits. They don't trust your heterosexuality. Though. Hey, that's cool. It's cool, <laughs> oh, though, man. Right, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's they're like, yeah, girl. <laughs> like that's my friend. Nah, right. I threw my brim low. I was sipping Duce. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Hey, there you go, there you go. I'm good. Right, right, right. When, matter of fact, that song was. Uh, uh, I what, ain't what sorry. It? What you be doing with that song? Show <laughs> me your like dance. Ah, it's me. <laughs> he lying. Nah, nah. The, the masculinity never left. Okay. Like that's that's right, just right. me. But right. as far as Beyonce doing what she doing, mm-hmm. and especially when she came out and represented for black folks, man, I, I had to stand up and say, hey, man, let me just put my my, my machismo to the side, mm. right? And let me just go on and rep for the woman, man, because she rapping for me, man. That's, what you that's do when they play Give Me Body? Dougie. Let me, let me catch on somebody's Snapchat, see, Dougie. Thing, yo, man. <laughs> let me catch on somebody's Snapchat, Dougie. You see, hey, Beyonce, you hear the shit that I'm taking? You, you hear this type of shit? This the, is this the type of shit I live with. You listen to that whole album like straight through? Yeah. Like, damn, Jay-Z, what you do? With the nah, windows down. Nah. <laughs> loud as hell. Hey, you know what, though? I'm, not this not this album, but the last album. I was in I was in, I was in a relationship, <laughs> man. I listened to that album, and I was like, yo, Jay-Z is having a great life <laughs> and I'm not doing something right mm. <laughs> I was like yo I mm. got to make some changes mm. that right. escapism mm. real, yeah, real shit oh yeah hey it's yeah. Beyonce fault that's why I, <laughs> that's why I broke up with her. <laughs> oh god that's so bad but it's so fucking true oh, I love the Beyonce that's good, hey. that's good. right right awesome. right ah, no no, dis- no disrespect to Beyonce though. I'm no, just but we not in the hot this man ain't really. come this man ain't come to talk about Beyonce though hey, but we talking about we, you nigga that's what right. we talking about <laughs> we not talking about Beyonce I can't even <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't even professionally push my affected. way out of that uh, she's <laughs> not like anything we just said no. we talking about you Oh, 
Hey, I ain't, I ain't mad, man. Just tell him you ain't sorry. <laughs> I ain't mad. And, 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 no. And, and my sexuality ain't in question either. I'm no, good. it's not. Yeah. But I'm just saying, when you up, you know, I think you should dress like Jay Z when you go to the shows, though. Like with like a Yankee fitted and just like you know, that's the only way to pull it off. That's right. How, that's yeah. a Halloween costume. Yeah. Either that or a bumblebee. <laughs> a bumblebee. That was your costume last year. You should be a fat booty bumblebee. This <laughs> nigga. <laughs> See. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. Hey, That's, but you know what? It's been building up for weeks because I roast him every time. So that'll he, be lit. I think <laughs> I think he wrote them down in his notebook. He's been saving yeah, he them been shit. That'll be some lit. Things. I see it over there. He got notes over here. I thought those was Anthony David questions. Nope, this nigga was not prepping. One. Nope. Nah, high. this nigga got jokes. <laughs> so see the Lawrence Tucker. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> So let's go back. Oh. Right, segue. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Let, no, let's move over to Calvin Butts. This is what I saw today. This is okay. You know what? I'm just rewind a little bit. I'm gonna go into this uh, fairly. Like the thing started from the 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 little yachty thing because I I noticed the conversation going on with him. Y'all know who little yachty is, mm-hmm. right? Right. We got the songs. Right. And uh, it's a friend of mine's son. And then so I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm I don't know if I'm a, yeah I'm in this conversation or at least I'm aware of this conversation that is going around not only in the in the public because people you know in the public anybody that gets that popular uh, in that style of music people are gonna say something about it you know what I'm saying and then um, in my circle since we know the guy it's been a thing you know what I mean and so. Um, yeah, I was exploring my own feelings about it. And then I was, you know, the whole thing about old versus young. And, you you know, and then I, that's how the See Dolores Tucker thing came up. Because I was like, wow, Tupac, you know, something, something, something. Bob Dole, you, you're old. And, you know, oh, right. you're old. And and I watched the Ice-T talking to um, uh, Calvin Butts. Calvin Butts right. And was like, you old. You're just old. And then I watched Ice-T talking to Soldier Boy a couple of years ago. It was like, uh-oh. Right, so yeah. it was like you old, and then uh, he so, got pissed. Yeah, he got. And so this is just this ongoing cycle, and then I was like, "Well, when did this start? Where people just start me like, when black people be telling uh, the other black people, you old.' It's only us though. No other genre right. does that. It's our generation. It's like anybody you know, seventies, eighties, where it's like old people shit comes in, where you yeah. tell an old person. To fuck off. That's crazy. (laughs) You You don't know shit about this. Right. Yeah, I I was in WCOK the other day, and I was, you know, but some of us have this in still where I was trying to creep my bike, and I rode my bike over there. And then, um, so there's an older lady that was at the, um, she's the secretary or something like that. So I pull in, I try to just throw my bike in, because I didn't have no lock. I try to throw it in the office to try to keep it. And she was like, what are you doing? She gave me the look. And I was trying to, I tried to convince her a little bit, but then I was like, you're wrong. Right. And she's telling you, just ask her if you could either keep it in there. But she was like, no. And so I put it out the side and like, like, <clears throat> and I, like, is that a thing that you do when somebody older than you says to do that? Like, yeah, that's what I do. And, right. But I think there's this, there's something going on with that. Like where people feel like they could just tell and not every, every, just any old person that just because right. they got numbers on them that they could just tell you anything. But there's certain people that you could just like, yo, it don't even matter how they talking to you. 
you could ju- you just back up. You know what I mean? Right. And so that's there's a difference with that. You know what I mean? I remember different. there was a time when you gave people credit for being old, just you know, older. You gave them the respect regardless. You know what I'm regardless. saying? It's just like it doesn't matter. I, I need to correct myself even if it's just for a second. Right. So that you see that I've, even Real. if I go around the corner and right. do whatever I was doing mm-hmm. a second ago, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it in front of you because you mentioned it. Real talk. Like, I curse. We're cursing right now. If, right. if my mama was here, no. I wouldn't be cursing. This is how it is. You know, I, I my mama knows I curse. Right. You know what I'm saying? But right. it's not like, fuck you, mama. Like, right. are oh. you crazy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that's like, not- uh, and I don't think, it's something, something. So that's that's part of the conversation that I wanted to have on on when I pl- posted that thing about C. Lewis Tucker, Calvin Butts, um, and I and then on top of that, when I really looked at them, they are worthy of respect, right? And to some degree, they saw, they really were saying like, "Hey, dudes, you guys are gonna get old, and somebody's gonna say it to you," and you you know what I mean, like, and I'm telling you something that I know from the benefit of my years, right? That's gotta Wisdom. be worth something. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, it's crazy. Like, it's just really, like. But see, here's the weird shit about it, too, is that, like, when, and and we talked about this, when we were were younger, we didn't know. Right. It's not, it's not until now, like, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm 36. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking back. Mm-hmm. Thinking about my years when C. Dolores Tucker, or excuse me, when Tupac was trashing C. Dolores Tucker, yeah. and hearing about what was going on, and and now I can, in hindsight, I can say, oh shit, oh, right. wow. yeah, I, I was I was out of place, right. I was wrong. And I should have. People are like, she didn't address it right. You don't just yell at. Who are you talking to? Right. <laughs> like, who says somebody got to tell you? Somebody older than you got to talk to you, right? And by the time she made it to the the videos you're seeing, you know how yeah. much shit she had to go through right. for Man. having that opinion. Right. Like, right? That's not like she just, you know. And Calvin Butts, they asked him, like, you know, well, why did you come on this? Why did you go there first? He was like, why didn't you? Like the dude, he was on. Um, what's that? Dude? Ralph McDaniel's had the video show, uh, and I didn't see this at the time, but it was. Obviously in New York or whatever that uh, video music box. video music box right. He had Calvin Butts and Ice T, and he was like, "Well, how come you didn't just come ask us to be on the show first? Really? <laughs> you was gonna let him on the show without right. it being controversial? Trash like, to trash him? Right, right, right. like Garza Grill. Yeah, like he had to like mow over CDs for you to be like, "Yo, come up here and talk." Right. You know what I mean? That's and he said it. He was like, "I, you know, just like." Rappers do stuff controversial, like the same that we said about NWA. Mm-hmm. When that came on, when when I heard, I was like, you know, gunshots in the song. I was like, whoa, right. I hear this. Right. You know right. what I mean? Same way. Like, he knew that, like, I'm going to have to do something crazy for you to listen to me. Right. Or for us to have a conversation. Now that I have your ear, I'm going to tell you. Ice-T was like, so who are you? Do you think I'm wrong? He was like, yes, I yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had the the benefit or the privilege of someone calling you old yet? Uh, no, not not in a mean way. You know what I mean? I've had people be like, "Yo, this uh, my you know Airbnb my spot sometimes," and I was gone, and I came back while they were still there. They was there for um, East AC three, as a matter of fact, it was last year. And this group of kids, um, Asian girl, white girl, black girl. The black girl was like, I was like, yeah, and she noticed like plaques and stuff in the spot, and she was like. My mom listens to you. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Right. She got a young mom. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. <laughs> but they were too young to it's drink. It's high, Beto. Hey, you know what? I think that's part of what fucked it up, too, man. Young moms. 
Possibly. Because Yes. Because they don't I mean, if they're they're teaching their kids, they don't have the benefit of those years to be able to say, No, these are older people and you need to respect them, even if you're gonna go around the corner and do the same shit. Yeah. You need to apologize. I don't care. Right. I don't care if you think you're right. You right. might be right, right, but you're gonna apologize yeah. anyway. Like yeah. Young yeah. parents aren't doing that. I was literally yeah. about to say we're some punk ass parents. Right. Our, yeah. our generation, mm-hmm. we're some Real punk shit. Ass. Yeah. And if you're going to reason with this older person, take your time about it. Don't just be like, eh, you know, flash it, it, off yeah, on yeah. them. Yeah. Because even this, this lady, when I put my bike in the thing, you know, I was crazy. And then I, I put my bike out. And then when I walked out, she was sitting out there smoking a cigarette. And I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't have, and she was like, yeah, well, you know, just talk to me next time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, right, got it. And now she know me. When I roll up in there, I know I can put my bike in there. Right. Because she knows that I ain't no lock. You know, but it wasn't the time to just be like, I got to put my bike in here. I don't care what you say. Right. It wasn't the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you just have to. And honestly, that. how is that going to work in the it's end? It's not going to work. That's like, that's like uh, LeBron arguing with the ref. You, right. I've never seen a, ta- a call get overturned. Ever. Mm-mm. Not even once. Never. Even Never. if he's right. <laughs> right. Never seen it. Nah. So you handle that at its, at its appropriate time or whatever. Or, you know, sometimes with an older person, you just lose. You know what I'm saying? You know, and so, <laughs> Gracefully. Just, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's real, though. Yeah. You figure it out. You know, something. Something. You pick your spots. Yeah, you pick, you pick your, your spots. spots. So, you know, and so I, it's really, I'm glad y'all brought me up so we could just talk, like, that is a thing. And you saw people, for me, I looked at it like, and there was a lot of people that it was like, yo, we was wrong. A lot of people. But there were some people still sticking to their guns without ever, I put it there for a reason for they could, so they could read it. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, read what she was about. And they was like, she addressed it wrong. I was like, do you think maybe that you um, perceived it wrong? I know I did, because I, I liked rap. Mm-hmm. And I know that you like rap too. Did you really check her out? Did you know who she was? She just said it wrong. It was like, now, do you know also that everything she said to you was controlled by the media and through Suge Knight, basically? She actually met with Suge Knight and was on some, like, apparently, and I'm going by articles that I read, but she was like, he, she was like, yo, you need to, you know, be aware of the messages you spread and all that. And he was like, um, well, I would need different distribution and more power to do that. And she was like, well... I'll look into how to oh, do financing that. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, find try to find it because uh, Dion Warwick and Melba Moore brought her in because they were musicians. That was like, yo, music is changing. What's going on, right? Yeah. And she mm-hmm. was like, okay, let me address this. And she was like, I'll try to find it. He took it and was like, she bribed me. She won a label, and I believed it. I remember when he was like, oh, well, she's just trying to get and grease her own pockets. Why would she want a label? <laughs> right Because yeah. you don't know who she is Right Because you have no idea <laughs> like, who she is That doesn't make sense at all But at the time I thought Yeah And then Ice-T was telling Calvin Butts Oh you just want Are you running for an election? It's 2016 <laughs> Calvin Butts has not run for an election <laughs> And he still runs A community Based uh, Foundation That provides housing Local level stuff Yeah Right yeah. Where the real politics are Right Right like he's really doing that. Right. And I'm like, oh, so they, I met it back in the day. I was like, what are you doing? Turns out, I just <laughs> asked the question. I ain't ever looked. Right. You know what I'm saying? For the right. answer. Right. So like, this is what we did. This is what we did in, in, in this generation, in that generation. Now, let's go back to Yachty. Some people, we, I'm including me, what is he talking about? And then I realized, oh, he's just, uh, um, 
that is part of what we did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is that is because we keep. I, I guess as a culture, we keep having this conversation like every so often, especially when the sound changes. When mm-hmm. the sound, when the popular sound changes, then everybody's like, "Okay, what is this new sound?" And we all mm-hmm. listen to the new sound and go, "Oh, this is trash." Right. Right. Like every <laughs> like every nine years. I think. Yeah, something like that. Nine. Yeah. You know like what I'm saying? So. Yeah, but you know what's funny though about that whole conversation is that I think now the sound that has has come about is just. They just uh, they just uh, threw everything out. Yeah, and, and, yeah, but it's but it's not as detrimental as what we were ushering in. Mm. Like the the new yeah, sound is just right. is just a bad sound to us. We don't like the the auto tune over use of auto tune. Yeah, we don't like yeah. the fact that people are singing who are rappers. It's the natural conclusion but of it's what not we were already doing. As derogatory as what we ushered in, what we ushered in and were you know shooting down C. Dolores Tucker and Calvin Butts for yeah. was really detrimental to our neighborhoods, to our community, to yeah. our young women. Yeah, and it went with the crack era though. It went with yeah. all that stuff. You know, um, yeah, yeah. So so. And that was the thing too. She's like, it's not just the music, right. but the music matters and the imagery. Okay, there's something. Uh, it's, I've been. I did a little research to get did prepare for this when she said it. <laughs> Bring brought me up here. Um, for instance, you know the first movie, Birth of a Nation, right? right? Mm-hmm. The very first. movie. This back not, in the day, the, yeah, right? Yeah, not this the one that Nate Parker's doing, which is you know the titles inspired. The one that was funded by the Klan, exactly. Right, made specifically. Because it was like I think it's based on like Reconstruction era and like yep. black politicians getting their positions, so on and so on. This movie is basically saying that was the destruction of America, and the KKK had to rise to you know as the birth of the new nation. Right? Have you actually watched it? Yeah, it was trash. It's, it's hard to watch. I mean, it's yeah. old too, so it's like. But you know, I, can you? Sure. But could you imagine what white people were thinking when they right. saw these images? Right. Well, the Klan membership apparently rose. Like a mug. Through the roof. It was wild, though. I was blown away. So images mean something, right? Right. And it was the first film made, you know what I'm saying, and shown in the White House. So, (laughs) right. And there was black people, apparently (laughs) the NAACP or the early form of it was people out there, was black folks protesting it being shown in certain theaters because they knew. And then they protested Step and Fetch It, you know, in certain images that we had. And that white people were making. So when black people start doing that, of course they're going to protest it. Right. And that's where C. Dolores Kentucky comes from. That's where Homeboy comes from, uh, Reverend Calvin Buss. It's like, I've been protesting this. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just that you're doing it now. You're taking money in my pocket. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like you can't win for losing, right? It's like and all, so, all money is not good money. All, yeah. yeah, he actually said that, and we, you got to listen to it. Calvin but, Butt said that. Or Calvin Butt's on Ice T YouTube. It they're debating, and he is like, Ice T is mad because Calvin Butts basically says, "Well, yeah, I know you're making money for you and your homies and so right. on and so on, but certain ways that people make money are not always good." I wonder did Ice T know he was gonna flip all this around and be what he okay. is now. I guess not. I don't know. Because like I would love to, to, to be a love to update and see what he. Thinks. He has a podcast. Yeah, does he? I would yeah. check him out. Yeah. He has a podcast, but it's just funny because he's really flipped that around and started doing completely other things. Mm. He can't. He couldn't have known that he would grow up and play. I would a cop. love to see what his a take. Yeah. yeah, he didn't know. He didn't know. Like, but yeah. you know what? I think that's also, and, and this might take the conversation different way, but let's go. That's also when you put stuff out into the universe. Like, you got to think the to this day the 
best song or, or the biggest song that Ice T is known for is Cop Killer. Right. Yeah. Right. And then and so he got on stage. Oh, okay. Five six nights a week. Cop mm-hmm. cop, 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 cop. Right. Yeah. Well, that shit came back, and now you're a cop. You're a cop. <laughs> you put it out to the universe, it comes back. Right. And all that. Shit, when he was talking to Cap, Reverend Calvin Butts and talking about, you know, I'm just talking reality. No label ever stopped him. Soon as Cop Killer came out, the label stopped. Zoot, gone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that was a, that's a part of the bigger conversation, too, is like, it's not just the gangster rap. It's like, yo, do you realize, like, like you could say, like, when you listen to All About the Benjamins, like, you could say, you know, uh, Jamaruga in your mouth, bitch, deep throat it. But if you say, should do like we do, stack chips, like they mute it. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. muted. Like Hebrews, you can't say that. Can't say save money like right. Jewish people. That's bleeped out. What image is that? I mean, that's subconscious. Right. You don't re- realize it, but. Yeah, Kanye and the All Falls Down, he's like, um, something, something by something, something by black. And the white man get paid off all that. Watch the video. White man is bleeped out. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. You can't say white man get paid off of all of that. You can't say that, but you can say kill a nigga, shoot a nigga. You can. Mm-hmm. There's something going like mm-hmm. Pastor Troy and vice versa. Have you ever listened to that song? Yeah. yeah. There's all kind of shit in that song, but they mute out the part where he's talking about uh, Mary giving him head. Wow. You, have you heard that part? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's talking about out. getting a blowjob from mm-hmm. uh, Jesus's mother. Right. But they bleep that part out. But the rest of it is just all Woo-hoo! over the place. <laughs> Yay, I, I, I think I'm a victim of it as well. I mean, you know, I grew up in Atlanta, but the Memphis sound was big here. Mm-hmm. And um, A-Ball and MJG shaped a lot of the ways that I see the world. Oh, yeah, Pimps. Pimps, I yeah. love that song. That's, that's yeah. the song. Swap push, house. Push your head into the wall till you hear that cracking sound. Like, Woo. That's, that kind of stuff. I'm a victim of that it as well. It takes a nigga that's hard. Right. That's hard. I love that song. <laughs> but yeah, that's Yo. crazy. That song's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> listen to the word. Go back and listen to Pimps by Eva Lindsay. Bitch, make up, bitch. Right. What? Right. <laughs> Yo. That's what we like. That's what we like. And see, I went to TSU, man. So all, all of that, oh, all yeah. of that ball and G, all of that. Hey. Yeah. I, I was willing to tell uh, C. Dolores Tucker to kiss my ass too. I was there. And I didn't get it. But you know what? At the time, too, we were also like, I heard C. Dolores Tucker's name, but I didn't hear it from her. Right. I didn't hear what she had to say. I heard C. Dolores Tucker's name from Tupac. Right. Right. That's the thing. We all heard it it through that. That's the thing. We only, and maybe a 10 second clip where you see her like, it was like, always some angry shit. Right, right, right. You see an angry lady Nobody with, angry shaking her respect. fist. No. And that was it. Yeah. yeah. So I it had I think had I been had I had the opportunity to hear hear the words from her, right. that I think I would have been able to appreciate it more and actually mm-hmm. process the argument or the conversation as opposed to just hearing one side. Yeah. So and, so mm-hmm. in hindsight, I can I can fully say that yeah, I only heard one side of the story, and I didn't yeah. know what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we reacted very right. fast, and I know I did because I wanted what I wanted, and I like Tupac, so I, I was like, well, whatever you said, she must have been wrong. You know what I mean? Right. Like, why would she do that? Like, like I was, why I was she thirteen. Take- I wasn't going against Pop. Yeah. Why are you taking food out of his mouth? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, and why are you talking about this rap that I like? You just don't understand. You don't understand. You don't get it. Right. You know. Because you old. Yeah, you old. That's it. And it's it's like that. Yeah, that's 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 not. So not what's good. what's the middle ground, though? What's the middle ground? Then? Well, like, I don't know that there's a way that you can police know. art. 
Okay, yeah. but I don't know how to do that. Okay, yeah I, yeah, I agree, I agree. But at the same time, though, there has to be some type of there has to be somebody who's willing to be a gatekeeper. Well, here's the thing. The thing is, what I like I mentioned already, people do it all the time, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like Public Enemy, for instance. I was a huge Public Enemy fan. I was way more of a fan of that. And you know, Tupac is a Public Enemy spinoff, and originally, right. uh, you know, when they did. Um, Nation of Millions and Fear of a Black Planet. Mm-hmm. Fear of a Black Planet, they kicked Professor Griff off because he was in on the right. Washington Post and said some shit like um, Jewish people are responsible for the suffering and blah, blah, blah. It was, you know, I don't even agree with it, but like if he had said, niggas is the problem with the suffering of everybody, it wouldn't have been like the, the, the I, I, I don't know, Jewish Defense League or whatever it's called or, and and. Whoever, somebody very powerful. It wasn't even a controversy to me. I didn't see anybody protesting or anything. I just heard Professor Griff is out of the group. Right, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, it happens. It happens without even no serious, like, protest. It right. doesn't, you know, it, it just, so. It's like you just get a letter like, yo, yeah. you said some shit and we don't fuck with you, so, right. you and know. Right, you're not going to come out. It. We know who puts you out and you're not coming out. You know what I mean? There was no angry... Jewish person that I saw Right That was the equivalent Of C. Dolores Tucker It was just like Yeah I think they moved Differently though Right Yeah. yeah. See <laughs> So the question That you asked earlier Really is like How can black people Do that Right Because it gets done You know what I'm saying right. Like how You know Which if, if If we have conversations Like this where it's like You know what If you see somebody Of a certain stature Say something At least listen to them They might be full of shit but you should check them out for a second. And we live in the internet era. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, take a minute. You know what I mean? That's the most right. we got. Hey, but you know what? Okay, it, it just it just slicked. I ain't going to say it dawned on me, but ding, I just had had the thought. Because that, also, that article also talked about, well, you, and you mentioned it a moment ago, how C. Dolores Tucker was trying to be, um, trying to start her label. Well, the thing was, she really wasn't. She just said to him, well, we'll look into finding you some funding. Right. That was it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and well, I, I brought that up because because there and there you're right. There were no angry Jewish people that were in the streets protesting and outside know, the yeah. courthouse or no shit like that. Like I've never seen any photos or video of, of that of type of event regarding anything. Never. Honestly, right. but. I know that those people are in positions to control what type of media is distributed. Yes. So they don't have to go into the streets and protest. No, motherfucker, I'm canceling your meeting. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I I, I can do this during the day. Right. Right. I can do this before lunch. (laughs) Well, I'll give you a good example, I think, where black people did do that. For instance, I know there was a, you know, with this reality show wave, there was a joint where, like, they wanted to do this. Ah, this the sorority. The, the sorority, sorority yeah. yeah. Apparently, that the lady worked at the network was uh, Delta or uh, AKA and was like, fuck no. Right. And, <laughs> and it shut well, all the way the right. fuck down. No more right. talk. Nothing. So I think it's about And they did that people. pretty quick, too. Yeah, it was over. Right. And you know what? Black people didn't really complain about it. Nope. Nobody came to their rescue, like, hey, we like that show. Mm-mm. It was oh. like maybe three minutes mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, it was done. It was like, we're not talking about that. So wow. I think if you put people in key positions, for instance, even in, uh, let's, let's go here real, real quick, uh, in Baltimore, you know, everybody was like protesting, like, yo, Gary. I'm, wait, sorry. What's his name? I'm sorry. Freddie Gray? To Freddie Gray. Freddie Gray. Yeah. I said Gary because of Gray. Um, um, yeah, everybody was, you know, out in the streets. And then it was like, two days later, it was like, oh, here's this lady. 
that's the beating her kid. That lady? No, the prosecutor. Oh, oh, about oh, Marilyn oh, Mosby. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. It, you know, it didn't go because she had to, she, so on complex situation that it, she didn't get what she wanted. But the problem, the the point was, she was in position. She right. was in position, and there was we didn't. Everybody's out there, but here's a lady that ain't got to be out there. She's just like, I'm here, and we're going to prosecute. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm the person that's supposed to do it. You know. The only thing I think that because of the people that she. Over prosecuted and that was lost, but um, yeah, you know that's a whole nother. But the fact remains, she was in position to even do. She didn't have to go protest. She didn't have to nope make a sign and her, go yell at the police and shit. Her it, protest it was, was her work. Nah, when I get there in the morning, it's going. Down. I'm gonna get to work. <laughs> right, you know right. So I think I think I I I stand. I'm with that. You know what I mean? I think that we just need more people. When we look at that, we need more people in these positions. People have been working to do that. You know, somebody like a, um, the work ethic of a Diddy, you know what I mean? And that kind of thing, uh, you know, to where, you know, I don't, I don't know what his ethics are as far as what gets put out and all that type of stuff. But, you know, when he's in position, it's like, we're not saying that. You know, I think. I mean, he has a medium revolt. Yeah, Jay Z has title. There, there are mediums here, but we're not yeah. really supporting those mediums. Not yeah. really. Yeah, and I think that's and they're fairly new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I think we're still not fully supporting those. Like we're still like you know I got I'm Apple. On, I'm on Spotify, you know, because I've been on Spotify and there's this little DJ app I like, but I support. <laughs> <laughs> it's just true. Look how quickly you sold out. It's like it's, a DJ. App. A, it was I had it before, <laughs> and it's a feature that I've been like, yo, title should get this shit right because I be I DJ on it. I yeah. be jamming. It's like the only feature I care about. Right, but um. <laughs> But yeah, like I've been making a strong argument publicly for a title. Right. <laughs> and so like, regardless though, I'm always mad at, I always wonder why people would get mad at the joint. It's like, it's just like the other ones. Right. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Like, it's just, he just was like, yo, everybody's streaming. I should get a streamer. Why is everybody, you know, I, I, I had to find out who Daniel Eck was, who owns Spotify. I had to find out, I don't even know who runs Google now. And I don't know who runs Apple now. So why am I worried? About, why am I questioning Jay Z about what you give a Black Lives Matter when I'm never asking them other never. people? Never, right? Ever. You don't even know how they look. Most, in most, I mean, you know Tim Cook because Apple is, you know, right. oh, a yeah, bigger brand. But the rest of them, you have no idea how these guys look. For years, we've known how Diddy Where, looks. What, the, what they care about. Right. For right. years, we've known how Diddy looks because he's dancing in the video, so we give him shit mm-hmm. for his awesome. business decision. We don't know anything about his business. Yeah. We don't know nothing about Tanya Matola. We don't know. Uh, I was on um, Universal Republic as uh, Monty, Monty Lipman. Monty Lipman. Uh, nobody even knows who he is. Right. If they don't, you know, if they're not in the music industry. Never heard the name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he was the CEO of, of, of that, and he oh, was yeah. CEO of probably a bunch of other labels before that. Um, I can't, those are the only ones I can name because those are the labels I work with. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, Randall, whatever his last name is, uh, the, for the label I'm on now. <laughs> but it's like, you know what I'm Randall, like, whatever his name is. Plug, Grass, I think. <laughs> what Shana up, bro? Records, you know what I'm saying? Homie. Powerful Now is out in stores. <laughs> He's a nice guy. <laughs> but I'm just saying, people don't know them, right. but they'll talk about how Diddy is just so dirty. Right. His business ethics are right, and he trash. Just does He's with- Satan. There was a book written about Diddy, right, Dancing with the Devil. You remember that? Yeah, because he actually will go to the hood and be talking to you, right. Mark, Mark Curry Mark Curry was a songwriter yeah, I read yeah. that book I read him It was yeah. a good book actually It was a good wow. book <laughs> <laughs> It's a good ass did book you, Did you read Corinne Stevens' book also? I did I did 
Yo, I went to the airport when I had that shit. I was traveling. I, I had I took their sleeve off. I, right, right, because you don't want anybody. Know. <laughs> it was a good book. <laughs> it was a good book. See. But I also read Q Quincy Jones's biography. I mean, you know, I didn't I read, read that. <laughs> Oh my god! Did you read Russell Simmons' book? One it was like do right or yeah, I did. Yeah. I did actually. Read yeah, okay, okay. You coming back? You back to the good I'm side? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm a Russell side. Simmons fan mostly for the yoga. Well, I don't do yoga. Well, I, I do yoga, but I'm I don't do it do it regularly. Yeah. Right. But I like him for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's peace in that, man. Mm-hmm. You got to find. I think a lot of people don't go inside enough. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I use it. Because uh, of performance And stuff like that You know what I mean The idea of being in your body That's what Oh yeah Now that's a great segue That's what the uh, title The Powerful Now is I was going to ask that By the way Yeah so. it, it has something to do with that It's like um, The flow state You know what I mean right. Like um, uh, When you watch a, I'm, I'm a big um, UFC fan Like fight MMA And when you watch people Just like You know In that sport You got to be in your body And it's now Like you know what You hear that dude Fighting from fighting, and then that's the end. You could get knocked out right. and then wake up like boom, it wasn't there. And or if you watch somebody in football, like just man, just on fire. Right. You know what I mean? Quarterback that just can't miss, and or you know somebody in. We were talking about LeBron earlier. I've watched him just take over a game. You know what I mean? When you're mm-hmm. in that state, that's the powerful now. You know what I mean? And um, so that's that's you know this podcast is fun as hell. We can just talk about what we want. <laughs> um. You're you're in that zone, and that's what I wanted to. And I'm, I'm into that, and and it goes back again to what we were saying about these people. Like, what's her name? Marilyn Mosby. Is it Marilyn Mosby? I can't yeah. remember. Is, uh, is Mosby or Mosby? I'm Mosby, not sure. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, she was in her zone. Like, okay, everything I did for before, all this law school, all this blah blah blah. Now, this is what it's all about. You know what I mean? And she was kind of cute too. So I think she that had like a gorgeous. little bit of. Oh, that was a little oh, yeah. more power. She's the queen, yo. Yeah, because Bill, there wasn't really nothing you could say about her. He's like, look at that black woman. That's all they were saying. Cause yeah, she was, she was bad. bad. She is bad. Cold. Bill Cosby's lawyer banging. Or oh, she quit. She left. She left him. Um, uh, <laughs> we'll keep moving. Uh, um, <laughs> like, did, did he just side with Bill? Cosby? you know, some, women, lawyer. some people are saying that. Like, yeah, well, is he saying he? I don't know about that case. I, you know, I. I yeah, this movie. That's all right. right. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. I don't I am gonna let time play out on that before we talk about it. um Right. All of that. You know, all these people that we we see, when we see them in the news, that ain't it. Mm-hmm. That's when we see them. Like right. They've been preparing for that moment that we see for their whole life. You know what I'm saying? For or at least for a long time. Like you don't just get to pop up. You know what I mean? Right. Most of the stuff that handles most of the stuff that gets things done, it's just not sexy. It's not, you know, there's a lot of boring shit. Right. And then something happens and then everybody knows who you are, type thing. For me in music, we're like, how you get that gig? You don't know how many times I've been looking like an idiot. You know what right. I'm saying? <laughs> like turned down from this and, you know, Today, yeah, I had a win. Give me, come on, right? You know what I'm saying? So right. That's what. That's what the powerful now. Is. And matter of fact, you. I know we've been talking for a minute, man. Do you want to introduce your single? Let's go on. Let's go on and run some music. I like this one a lot, actually. Um, it's my favorite one right now. It's called uh, "Booed Up." It's featuring Myla. She's out of Atlanta. Dope artist. I figure I I I I put her as like. Faith Evans 2.0, you know what I'm saying? Word. And not just the vocal voice, but the, like, lyrical voice and stuff like that. I feel like she's so cold. So this is, like, me. I wanted to be, like, at Var- Varys Hammond never got on the flex rhythm. 
And I'm saying, and I was like, yo, I, I'm a big, um, I'm a big Bears Hammond fan. So that's how it, this goes. And this one's called Booed Up, and it's for the winter time. So you know, maybe it'll be winter when you hear this. Well, winter boo season. Winter boo. Yeah. It's all about the um the um cuffing season thing. We're supposed to be one with each other up in the morning. We're supposed to be loving each other down in the evening time. We're supposed to be making each other breakfast in bed. We're supposed to be pillow talking, share what's on our mind. We're supposed to be booed up. to be Oh, 
So the powerful now for you though is it is it about this album or is it about your life right now? Which is it's it, about, or is it all of it? It's about life at all times. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, definitely for now. You know, but um, that's been a theme for me a long time. Even we were talking about you were in the military. I was in the military. I was in the army. Okay. And when I joined, I remember somebody every when I was there I, I used to you know I don't know if when you get the basic you sort of make up a life because <laughs> you come from um somewhere else right. and now your friends is like yo I used to be the shit where I was from Everybody. yeah right right and then you go out and you know and 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 I wasn't the shit I'm from Savannah I wasn't the shit where, where I was from but right. and I was gonna lie for a little while and I was like you know what fuck this everywhere I am now I'm gonna be the shit you know what I mean and so yeah, from then on, like, you know, when I moved to Atlanta, I was like, I wasn't shit wherever I was, but I'm, this is it. You know what I mean? Right. And so, and, and it's very easy, you know, if you've been living in Atlanta a long time to, to reminisce on the days of Outkast. And for me, you know, I started with India and we went on tour with Sade and we did all this shit. But, okay, but let's, what, what else, what are we going to do now? Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. what do we have to offer the world right now or where are we going to go right now? Like, Let's make it bigger. Let's make right. it better. Let's make it, you know, more interesting than, and, and, and relevant to what where we are. So, you know, that's what it's about. Another music-related question. Okay. Okay. So a lot of our listeners are in a position where they're trying to just figure out, they're trying to navigate. And, you know, it, it would seem that artists today are much smarter because they have the internet, they, they have be. things, you know, so yeah. it would seem that they're it much smarter. It would seem that, yeah. However, um, they're not. The, que- the, <laughs> the question that I get the most, and I'm sure Kevin is the same way, you know, is they're immediately going to say they, they're going to do indie. They do, I just upload something to YouTube yeah. and, you know, it's going to mm-hmm. pop, right? Mm-hmm. Tell the listeners the things that you wish you would have. I mean, because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. if you don't know, this man is the indie king. Mm-hmm. He's done it a lot of times by himself, mm-hmm. but he's really done it on a high level, on mm-hmm. a highly successful level. Mm-hmm. Even you, <clears throat> what do you wish you had from a major label? Mm. Well, I did have a major label too. I've done it all. You know right, what I'm no. saying? Like I did, uh, you know, with Universal, that right. was um, with Words, and that was that. But I'll tell you this. When I was on that major, this is what happened. Okay, so I was on a on an indie here. It was called Brash Music, right? Guy that actually started... Um, Earthlink, or he just actually okay. started, um, what was the one that was here, and they merged with Earthlink. Anyway, he started that, and then they merged with Earthlink, and then they, he was like, yo, we want to be like um, AOL at the time, and we right. want to merge with Time Warner, and da, da, da. And then, they, then whatever label pulled out on him, so he's like, fuck that, I'm doing music, because he loved music. Right. And uh, shout out McHugh. <clears throat> and then he started this label, and so we, we were on that, and you know we, we helped build that. Um, and then because of that, um, we had the limits of that, and... Um, Universal Republic was like came calling but we had been grinding so long we were happy to have their work come along right and they were like we're happy to have you because <laughs> this is the beginning right. of social media I was on MySpace and so I was really happy to have them do their work so I didn't do enough of our own work you know what I'm saying like so we just kind of like they threw words up against the wall. It hit. We definitely got a Grammy, nom- Grammy yeah. nomination from it. Image Awards but, too, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We had some like industry success, right? And some chart success, but I didn't fully take advantage of. We didn't do our work. We were like, you know, hey. So whenever they just threw up against the wall and it didn't just like 
go to number one without them doing anything because they really did think that we did we could just do all that. You know right. what I mean? And we didn't know. And so I was like, oh, and turned around. And so that, then next thing you know, um, they just weren't doing any more work for me. Whenever they moved, I don't know if that would have been avoided anyway because the person that signed me got fired and so on and so on. Uh. But um, but regardless, in the position that I was in at that powerful now, we were like, okay, well, what y'all doing? Because I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I've been working. I don't want to do no more internet marketing. And right. all this. I want to be on TV and just, like, let everybody see me. Like, And they were like, well, don't you be don't you be running around and doing it? I'm like, yeah, but I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that was a piece that I wish I would have done, taken maybe more advantage of that. Um, yeah. And then uh, just stuff like that. I think that, like, even now I know more about how to to how really when I go to radio stations even for this now I'm like meeting up with radio people and going I really have a relationship I'm, I meet them as people I was looking at them as like this magic wall magic people behind a magic curtain right, like yeah. wizards and radio people you know they're just people man like yeah. you know what I'm saying the program director the DJs they're just people I really did think that the radio was like oh you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I was, I, I approached, I didn't want to approach them. And well, I, you they, think it's the Wizard of Oz at the mm, time. Like, yeah. you want, if I get my song on the radio. Mm, right. Yeah. Just one time. Right. right. If I just get it played one time. Everybody one time, it's going to roll. Like the five heartbeats. Yeah. Mm. So I say to those people, like, you know, those people, those kids is doing that. Do your SoundCloud. Do your YouTube. Put put that thing on there. Like, you got the advantage to do that. Um, spread it, you know. And if, and if it goes viral, yeah, you got something. You know what I'm saying? And But yeah, don't, do use that other media. Use every source that you could run across. You know what I mean. And uh, yeah, there's it, it no, it's no, it's not no, um, it's not magic. You know what I mean. It's just people. It's just relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that's it. You just you're just making connections after connection after connection. And sometimes you don't even need the radio. You know what I mean. But there's a bunch of people. There's people that run. Promotions and agents and clubs and and club networks and things like that. That where you, you'll be on tours and festivals and things like that. It's just all people. You just meet people, make relationships, and you're working. So you got to be a good person, though. Yes, that's important. Because yes, if you got to meet yeah. people, people got to like you. Yes, you can be <laughs> um, flaky. You can be lying. Well, you you know you, you people get away with it, but it doesn't really. You know, there's an end to that. So you know, it's about it is just the same old stuff you've been taught about everything else. You know what I mean? Be nice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> be respectful Show to up. your elders. Yeah, right. Be respectful <laughs> to your elders. Show up when you say you're going to show, you're gonna show man, up. That, but you say that like that's nothing. Show up when you're supposed to be there, right? Man. What is up with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you notice that a lot of people that I'm a you star. See, see winning show up a lot. Another thing I mean? another thing Anthony David did, he was here on time. Is yes, I was. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I no, came were, a little bit. Yeah, that was the Uber's fault. But you know, I was here generally. You were on time. Back the, and people don't realize how important small things can be. They think that, you know, that's not I, I'm a star. I don't gotta show up on time. But you know, mm-hmm. it means something to the people that you're yeah. showing up to. That's the ninety ten right there. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the the ten is when you're there, but the ninety is how you got there. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah, like you see uh, that was a great should, sound bite. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, uh, let's do this. Um, like Lauren Hill, everybody's all mad at her because she'd been like showing up late. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like 
We know the 10. She kills that. Yeah. We all know that. You know what I mean? Or she did. She killed it already. Like, we already know. We know. That's why they're there. Right. That's why they're at the show. Yeah. So, but that 90 has been so funny lately that people is starting to it's starting to show up. You know what I mean? And she was like, oh, I got to get ready and da 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 da. It's like, okay, well, we do too. Right. All of us. Everybody's yeah. coming to your show. We all got to go they to gotta work. They got to get them to go to work in the morning. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know. All that stuff matters, you know what I mean? And now if you want to, when when you did that 90 and you had that 10, where it's the performance time and you want to give them a magical, I mean, let's let's go back to Beyonce here. I never heard of her not showing up on time. Or giving 197,000%. Right. <laughs> yeah. Murderous, murderous show. I've seen it. I'm, I'm not even a yeah. fan of all of her songs, but I'm like, yo, Uh-oh. she Uh-oh. murdered that. No, I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh. I'm sorry. I didn't. Does that make you mad? I'm, I'm if not, I don't like I'm all not her emotionally. Songs? Look, if I, I had to like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm new to the Beehive. I don't even yeah, know all the body. I just did this recently. <laughs> I like love. I, I like a lot of songs. I do. I See, know how y'all do. Even drunk in love, nigga. I, I, I sing whole. Like ver- I sing whole verse. That's, right. that's, that's yeah, the that, only that's part I'm allowed verse. to sing. That's a verse right there. I can't do the high notes and all. Um, uh, no. You can just go down an octave. I can hit that. I'm down Yeah, there. I can't. <laughs> I'm that's about there. where that drop off, man. Cigars on ice. You don't be to that part. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Have you ever said the word surfboard in a sentence that it wasn't about surfing on waves? I do say I I'm this shit. That. If I do say so myself, hey. <laughs> That's it, nigga. Like, guess what you get? He's saying something. What does he say? Tell me the verse. You know that verse. Come on. I don't even know. See, I ain't got it. Yeah, you you almost got it. That's one of my favorite Jay Z verses right there. He's talking shit to her right there, boy. Like, eat the cake, anime. People got mad at that. Hey, you know. Hey, but you know, and see, he talked shit. He was like, yeah, because. Uh, everybody was trashing uh, Jay-Z and said, oh, yeah, he he had cheated on Beyonce. And she let him know. She let him know. I was like, man, really, no, he didn't. But... <laughs> right. Um, let's crack up another. Girl. I mean, but, like, let's just... No, nah, I was just saying, like, because Jay cannot... Jay can't drop a record uh, trashing Beyonce. He can't. No, that he work. cannot do that. No that shit would not that. work. Now she can drop all yeah. types of records. Right. She right. can drop the next five albums talking about how yeah. Jay Z ain't shit. Yeah, that's fine, and it will sell. Yeah, and but he, he gonna get half of that check anyway. Right. So what He's the fuck? Chilling. He's in sleep. Be like, you good? Right. You, uh, you going to sing that tonight? <laughs> <laughs> all right, call me when you're done. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, she good. She yeah. good. Yeah, I got was, you. That was good. You sounded real mad. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> do it again. Right. Do do it over. Tell, Tell it to me. You remember when we was arguing? Yeah. Do I mean, that shit you said. Yeah. Do put that in there. Tell it to me right now. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. No. No. That's not gonna. Who cares? No one wants to hear Jay Z talk about what Beyonce did to him. No one. <laughs> no one. Nah, Beyonce could be fucking six niggas album. on tour right now. <laughs> a video album. It's not uh, even a regular album. Right. <laughs> we got to see the Give visuals. Jay-Z just mad with the Hear My Dear version. <laughs> Hear My Dear was jamming up. If he could do it like that, it might work. Y'all know about Hear My Dear? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Um, that is the Marvin Gaye album. Oh. album. You know about that one? Yeah. Huh? That's oh you know about it. Yeah. That's the classic album. And he from Tennessee. He, right. Yeah, that's that's the thing that's spread around there. So, you know about this one? Mm. All right, so I can let me just tell this. Uh, he he so uh Marvin Gaye, he was married to Barry Gordy's sister, right? And then when he was on the road, he did the uh, this and that, he was killing the game. <sighs> 
Marvin Gaye being who Marvin Gaye was. At one point, he was in London getting off the plane with like a like a fifteen year old girl, like a young girl that was like a you know whatever he was messing with. She was 15, something like that. She was mad young, Far sixteen, seventy. Yeah, well, stuff that, that definitely wouldn't go today. Right. And he was doing that. Right. It was retarded. But anyway, he did that. And, <laughs> and uh, he, yeah, yeah. So Barry Gordy's sister divorced his ass. Right. Right. And so, and she, you know, she had the better lawyers and stuff, and and she took a lot of shit. And so the whole point was, the whole premise was. He didn't have the money. And so they were like, all right, well, you got another, you know, album deal. <laughs> and that advance going to go to her. And he was like, well, fuck, I'm just making this album for her. Wow. So he made an album called Hear My Dear. And you wow. look at the cover, and he's handing that record to her. So it's all about her. That's, that's dope. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's so hard. It's the best album we got. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cold. It's so good. You don't, you got it. I can't believe I don't know that story. Dude, it will change your life, that album right there. That's one, like, okay, men don't have records that, you know, women have these albums. My, my chick back in the day had put on um, Alanis Morissette, maybe some Mendegio cello or something like that, where it's just like some girl just like, Wah! right. You know, and they just put it on, and when they're mad at you, Khalees. Men don't have yeah. Right. Men don't have those except for here, my dear. You can put that on and be like, "This is how I feel." Right. <laughs> I gotta check that out, dude. That's, that's dude. Just put it on and start. Her name is Anna. So right. And there's a song called Anna's Song. There's a song <laughs> called Anger. That's it's one like, of the hardest songs. He's ever. not even trying to like. It's no subterfuge. Just no, no, not at all. He's saying yeah. her name. It's not coded. Yeah, he's saying <laughs> no subliminals. S- mm-hmm. There's a song called "When Did You Stop Loving Me? When Did I Stop Loving You?" There's a song wow. he's saying something about you know like you called the police on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, Dave Ho- Dave Hollister did a sort of sort of something like it. One of his albums was like that. Yeah, that's the that's a legendary album, dog. Yeah, here, my dear. Look at the, Google the cover. Google it and look at the cover, dog. Hey, you know what? Let me ask you this too, man. What do you think about like mm-hmm. I Ike used to? Uh, I used to joke with Ike about this shit all the time, Wait, man. Ike Turner? No, well, Isaac, Isaac Hayes. <laughs> like, what jokes did you have? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, no, that, not that Ike. Wrong Ike. <laughs> wrong, wrong Ike. Oh, but, Ike. Ike uh, Isaac Hayes. Yeah. Oh, the third. Yeah. I never met him in person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I used to I used to run the artist factory, so I used to be up there all the time. Okay. Now we make a connection. Yeah. But um yeah, man singers. Yeah. Man singers. Cause yeah. a lot of the R and B singers man. now me, I'm two o'clock and yeah, I'm faded. Who, who sings that? Before I shit on it. Uh <laughs> August Alcina. Oh, I like that song. What up, Noon? <laughs> <laughs> I actually like him. I didn't know that was him. Right. But yeah, yeah. Hot, so like it seemed like R and B went to a lot of the the falsetto male voice from I don't like I don't like falsetto voices in general. There's probably a few songs I I mess with, but I don't I don't I like dudes that sound like dudes. Right. I'm, yeah. That's that's my basic rule. Now people have broken that rule, but that's how I you know, I don't like that. I don't I don't do that. I think it's mainstream as far like man singers that I've I've heard is mainstream. Mm. Most recently, I, I I probably had to say like Jagged Edge. Like I I can't yeah, think of anybody it. that they like like it. the twins. Normally they have a little mm. little deeper register. Right. But twins, twins from oh and Jagged, Jagged Edge, Edge yeah. Right, right. But yeah, other than that, I can't really name anybody off mm. the top of my head. Well, me. 
mean, <laughs> I mean, you in front of me. I ain't. Why well, I just had to make you, sure. You, you included by default. That was understood. You know what I'm saying? Like, I right. wouldn't ask now, August Alcina that question. Thing. D'Angelo does a falsetto thing, but he also got like the man voice. That's what I prefer. But then I like him when he does a falsetto too. I actually like Maxwell's natural voice. Yeah, like Fortune is my favorite Maxwell song. That's the jam. But most okay. of the time, it's just not yeah. there. It's just yeah. R. Oh. Kelly got one. Yeah, yeah. When he does that, I like that. Um, <laughs> I like uh, Tyrese is decent. Oh, Tyrese. Come on, yeah. y'all let him out. Yeah, I like Tyrese. You're ashamed of me. I he got a new one. My that's bad. Jamming. Like I forget what it's called, but I had soundhounded it somewhere. Somewhere I was jamming. Uh oh, that's that's it right now. Who that? <laughs> yes, there's other people, but yeah, those are the ones. I'm really waiting. I'm really yeah. waiting on. Oh, my favorite favorite artist is Omar. I don't know if y'all know him. He's a yeah. Brit- he's British British yeah. guy. Yeah, Mm-mm. he's before D'Angelo with that neo soul. He thing. was here a lot for a uh, funk jazz cafe. Yeah. yeah, he's my favorite. He's one. Of my, he's literally my favorite number one. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he sings in a, a baritone. Yeah, you know what I mean, but he also hits the falsetto because he sings in the in the baritone, so he has to go to Drake's uh, singing voice. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the song, bro. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and what I like about him, I wouldn't consider man singing. No, no, I, I got knocks on Drake. I'm not gonna. Say, I'm not gonna just be like. Trying to be cool. I'm tripping up Brian will, giving If you a, want me to insult Drake, I'll do it so I can just I, be down with you. I don't you. want you to insult. I'll hit the blunt. I'll hit the drugs with you. I don't want you he to just insult. don't want to be light skinned. I'm not right going to leave you out by yourself. No, I'm not going to insult it, but I'm just saying, come on. You don't like, like none of his stuff? I'm, are we talking about as a singer or are we talking about as a song? The singer. Because, yeah, I mean, song. you know, like there are the some song. good songs that aren't done by good singers. Right. No, 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 the song. The song. Yeah, the yeah I don't think he's a good singer. <laughs> I don't think he's a good singer. Okay, I like okay. it. I like but we were talking about singers, and then you flashed on. Well, with the Drake. I was I was going into because he's he'll do a low singing voice, right? And we're, I'm always surprised at how good the hook will be. And you're an engineer, yeah. right? So it's like you really don't. I, I'm always like, damn, how am I gonna do this hook here? Because it's that frequency, right? Right? And this low. Can you explain that to people listening? Like, well, you, can you make that sound? You know, you're making like, sense. Okay, so if you if you, like hearing a bass voice sing a a hook, usually it's it, you want the hook to be up up somewhere that you can right. really hear the words and things like. That. He's able to do it with a low voice. The one one I noticed first was the one with um, Timberland. Uh, oh, damn it, I don't know how the song goes. You know what I'm talking about? The um, he's got this. Uh, I don't remember the lyrics, but anyway, that's a good point, though. You're making a great point. Yeah, he it was a hook for for Timberland where he was singing it, and it was like, wow, this is a bass ass. Yeah, I don't remember what he was saying, but that was the first time I was like, wow, like that's a good ass hook, and it's sitting there in a place. Most times, yeah, a singer needs to. Figuratively go there Yeah, take it to, up To make it exciting in the hook But he's able to do it Without going there mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's a great point I never yeah. thought about that Yeah, and does it on the latest The 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 one dance He's I need a one dance da, 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 da. Like that shouldn't work But right. it does You know, right. <laughs> it's like no. And then the whole song He's like just singing down Like a, yeah. it sounds sad right, You might be selling me a little bit I'm selling you might, you might be selling me but a little you, bit But I think that's how Drake wins too Because he knows He knows his voice He knows his range right. He mm-hmm. don't try to do D'Angelo He don't try to do R. Kelly He do He got new run Mid-range no right here yeah. Right Right No run He's kind of Ashanti with it You yeah. know what I'm saying 
Yeah. Mm. And a majority of people can sing what he sings. <laughs> they can sing it. That's yeah. the thing too. Yeah. That matters. Like they want to. They want to sing, sing along. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, my single. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. that is, people can't really sing that. <laughs> like, it's, it's a little bit. I mean, it's normal. But it's a bit much. It's a lot of singing in right. that, and that in this whole song, to be honest. Well, for me anyway. So shout out to Shannon Sanders, like good ass song. It's a dope uh, song, yeah. Sometimes I wonder, you know, sometimes be real. Like sometimes I think about it, like, wow, that's a that's a fairly complex song. That's kind of it was on purpose. We was like, yeah, look, you know, but you like, know what's crazy about it though, and I'm, I hate to rob this album title <laughs> from Teacher Moses, but it's like complex simplicity. Of course, yeah. it's ve- it's simple. You you. It's a, you know it's a couple of chords. Yeah. It's like what yeah. four chords? Yeah, but it. it's just they got the little the, ghetto beat. The, the, the yeah, it's almost like a little trappy. Mm-hmm. But it's just the way that it's put together, the, the mm-hmm. harmonic tension in some of the vocals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it now just we makes talking. It, now we talking theory here. Let's right, go. right. But it's simple, but it's not simple. Mm-mm. To listen to it is simple. Yes. it's easy to digest. Yeah, but it's there's a lot behind the scenes. Yeah. and then we didn't. There's not, melodically, it's not crazy um, in the in the chorus. It, I think it's. That the just the fact that there's this long ass note, you know, right. to me, I, I just thought about it. I just think about it like that. Like, I do think, I do think about, I do the feeling thing for sure. But I do think, I mean, if you make music long enough, you think about why things work and why yeah. things work from you. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So that was something that that goes on. I'm like, oh yeah. So people want something, you know, a feeling. I know how to do that. I know how to emote. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, uh, vocally, and so. Yeah, and then I like poetry, and I didn't write that song. Shannon wrote it, and so like he, um, he, you know, it, it, I feel like it's poetic. It's, it has some pain in it, it has the tension, like you said, and so yeah, I, I wanted to. I definitely thought, okay, this will work. You know what I'm saying? I think people will 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 um, jump to that. So so far so good. We number twenty two. We're yeah, trying to get in this top twenty. Yeah. How do you feel about, I mean, obviously I know your answer, but I want you to talk about it a little bit. These days, what most people do is they get a thousand tracks sent to them by a thousand different producers from different countries, different yeah. everything. I and, don't. And <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know what you talk about this. And, and yeah. what ends up happening is that this, it sounds disjointed. It sounds like it's yeah. not a, a work of art. So yeah. t- talk to us a little bit about why it's one person, why it's one thing, why it's, yeah. a, you know, oh, yeah, that's a why does that work? Great, great, great question. For me, it's, it's twofold. And the first one is budget. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> well, one, yeah, because when you when it gets down to writing all the, um, you know, I just it took me forever to, and I'm still working on it actually to get the um, every contract signed for everybody that's singing on it, everybody's right. playing on it, everybody that produced on it, all the producers are signed up. But I don't take tracks from 20 different producers, and and it, so there's that, there's that that I I can't. I have to do the 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 ninety after my ten, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm like, I can't chase down all these people, and I can't with the budget that I have, I can't afford. They're all gonna give me these prices, right. As individuals, you know what I'm saying? So where, um, I I like to work with. So on the art artistry side, I also need to work with somebody, and it's fairly business. I need a person that's a turnkey producer. I might work. I might take a beat from one or two other people. Explain what turnkey is to people. That when I when when I go to you, all that shit's gonna be done. Mixing, right? Um, not necessarily mastering, but the the recording and the mixing of the record is we're gonna be this gonna be done in your spot. 
It's not going to be nobody else. You and your engineer, or if you're the engineer or whatever, you. Um, and so also that person needs to be a musician and a good songwriter. If you're not like a good lyric writer, or at least to, I have a standard for lyric writing, um, then you know how to, you got a, you got a vocal, vocal, um, arrangement ear, right? harmonic arrangement, all that type of thing, or a musical arrangement and ear. And is that just so that you guys speak yeah. the same language? Yeah. Or, or you speak it better than me. You know what I mean? Like right. musically, I got a vocabulary, but I prefer if you know certain things better than me. There's certain details that I don't always want to mess with. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I make beats in my house, and then sometimes I, you know, get this guy to like make the beat better. You know what right. I mean? Um, I might. So it, all those things, like that person doesn't know how to build a song, and so when I leave you, that song got to be done. You know what I mean? It can't be the way you just make beats and you don't really know how to make songs and you just made that little four-bar, eight-bar loop and then I got to figure out how to, you know... All right. Get all that other Gave stuff Gave me together. extra work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't... Or go to somebody else. Now I got another person I got to write a contract for and pay. You know what I mean? Um, uh, so, yeah, I like... So, but on top of that... When that project is done, there even though I have a lot of, and then of course I have a lot of genres, so it still has to be cohesive. So the glue in all that is me. You know what I'm saying? So like, right. yeah, like there's a lot of genres on that record, but it's like on every record I've ever made, particularly this one. But when I'm done, it's me. You know what I mean? And so yeah, I can't be going to like this producer, producer this weekend and get this sound this week and this sound that week because. You put all that on the same record, and it doesn't. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work. It don't flow. Yeah. No, no, not wonder, in album form. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no wonder they just skip around. They skip through songs because you know what I'm saying yeah. if you don't put it together as a project. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, there's the business part where it's like I can't even. My budget doesn't really necessarily afford that. But then it's the artistic part where it's like I like it. Where it's like, yo, we're doing this. Now, I think if you have a whole lot, a lot, a lot of money, you probably could do all that and then somehow bring it together. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, though. I, yeah, you know, I don't know. Some of my favorite albums. I think albums, those are the worst albums. Yeah, yeah. Some of my favorite albums from all time have been ones that were produced by one producer or, you mm -hmm. know, a couple of, a team. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Even if they're mm -hmm. pop. Like, for instance... Uh, Justin Timberlake and Timberland get together. They make a good project just because yeah. they understand oh, what the other person yeah, wants. That's one of the best. Yeah, that, you know what I'm saying? They understand example. what the other person wants. Yeah, and they're on a vibe. Like you know, what I mean, they might bring other people in, but it's right. like, yo, it's Timberland exactly. and Justin, and they sit around when that person leaves, and they go, yeah, do you want to keep that part? You want to keep this? And right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And and that's that's the difference. Oh, you know what? His drums were cool, but let's put these drums on it. And and that's gonna match the drums on that other song, remember? Right. And then that'll make a dope ass transition, and and so that uh, mm -hmm. that's how I like it. So every one of my records, the first one was um um Marcus Jefferson. He's uh, he works for JD, and he's worked for um a ton of people, um Lil John and all that. And then I did it with a guy, a kid named Brandon, who actually isn't in music anymore. He's making apps. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> then it was um Shannon Sanders. Um, out of Nashville And then I did uh, This album Love Out Loud I kind of did that On my own Which was very hard Because then I had to Handle all the details That was a very Nerve wracking album And then this latest one Was Gypsy I, I don't want to Be the executive Or the full out Producer of my whole album Because like Then I had to listen To the songs 
with a, a totally lot. different ear. Right. Yeah, and I yeah. have to listen to them enough to um, make changes. I have, they have to, it has to stay fresh to me somehow, and that's right. very hard. It's hard to do. And to be yeah. objective. Yeah. So, okay, so the powerful now, but mm-hmm. do you feel like you're still searching for something, or are you really just living the powerful now? I probably am always searching for something, but that's a good thing to me. You know what I'm saying? I hope that I never stop searching for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm forever, like, some kind of sophomore. You know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> right. I mean? Like, that, yeah, I hope that I never... But it sucks, because, like, I'm also confused half the time when I put stuff out. Like, this one, I'm really happy because people are saying good stuff, but I didn't know. I was like, when I did it, like, by the time you listen to your own stuff, you're like, for enough while you're going through the mix process and all that, you don't know. And so, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand these people like rappers and be like, this is my best shit. Right. Yo, I'm killing the game. We lit. I don't understand they, how you got that they much cry. confidence. They cry every night. Yeah, they must. <laughs> they I cry don't, every I, night. They're lying. Right. That, you're right. Have you been around these people? <laughs> See, I don't know. I'll be like, yo, how does he feel that confident? Like, <laughs> no way possible. <laughs> I'll be like, I don't know. I think I, I do the best I could. <laughs> I, I do listen to it. I like it. I don't know what you, how you're going to take it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I don't know how people, but but I've been getting word back and people go, oh, yeah, I'm feeling it. You did this. And I'm like, word? Okay. And then when they, the response, the way they say it, the what they say, I'm like, how they interpret it. It's like, oh, okay. All right. That's good. I like that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't understand those people that they already know. I don't get it. Or they say they already know. Right. Well, yo, man. Thank you again for coming through, man. This was like the dopest shit ever, man. Like, hey, appreciate it, man. I like y'all's podcast. You're on my list now. And um, how can people interact with you? Uh, Facebook. Clearly, that's how this thing started. Um, every now and then, I put. I try not to put stuff that's controversial. I just try to put cool things that people agree with. Uh, but that was a little this this the thing that sparked this. Um, see the Lord's Tucker. Sometimes I I, I want to put something that'll make you think. Uh, that's on Facebook. I have a fan page too. Uh, so I don't say this. I don't know. I, I try to put stuff on both of them, but I generally stick to my personal page. Anyway, that's too much. Um, <laughs> Instagram, Anthony David ATL, and I'm on Snapchat, but I don't be putting shit on Snapchat. But if you want me to follow you or something. All right, guys, check out the album, The Powerful Now. And also, make sure you see this guy in person at, on, on stage, man, because it's a, it's a good show. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I, I took my my girl to see him one time, man. As a matter of fact, that was one of the... In Nashville. Wow. Yeah, in Nashville. Love, Love Noise joint? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout yeah, out, Eric. Guys. What Shout up? Shout out, Eric. I'm going to be out there soon. It'll probably be passed by the time you hear this. But, yeah, um... <laughs> Well, you know, homecoming coming up too, man. So you Word. need to come up. What's kick that? It. Uh, the fist thing, or oh, that's TSU? TSU. My yep. bad. My bad. No disrespect. You good? Yeah. <laughs> it's all family. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. For sure. I love. I love Nashville, man. I love. You know, I recorded a couple albums there. You know, like I said, my boy Shannon Sanders. Nashville showed me nothing but love. I love it. Love noise. Super legit. You know what I'm saying? I got a little spot up in Nashville, actually. Oh, see? So, yeah, yeah you got a little, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Dig that, man. Thank you again for another episode of the 9010 Rule. 9010. Peace. Visit us at the9010rule.com. That's 9010rule.com.